0: Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Um, This is a very impromptu episode, I guess you could say. This was not the episode I had originally planned to post this weekend, but it's kind of a crazy story. Um, By the time you're all listening to this, you probably all know that there has been a confirmed case of the coronavirus in Tulsa. If you're not aware, I live in Tulsa, Um, but I'm not afraid. And quite frankly, I'm not even nervous. I'm taking healthy precautions, obviously, washing my hands with hot water and soap for 20 seconds, disinfecting things, using hand sanitizer. My hands are literally so dried out from washing my hands so much and using so much hand sanitizer. Like I have very soft hands and they're extremely rough right now um, because of all of the precautions I am taking. But... With that being said, I'm not fearful. I actually have quite a bit of um, hope and peace that is resting in my heart right now, which it's funny because how that's happening right now, if you would have told me that there's a confirmed case of coronavirus in Tulsa literally two weeks ago, I'd probably be crying and hysterical right now because I was so just petrified with the thought of it two weeks ago. Um yeah, it was just it was scary, but literally like 30 minutes ago I was in the shower. I know that's kind of a, a funny place, but God can speak to you in very funny places that you never imagine. Um yeah, I was in the shower and this was like moments before I even knew that the coronavirus um had, you know, been confirmed in Tulsa. But I was, you know, just doing my shower things and I just had an overwhelming like peace just wash over me in my heart, and in my mind. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what, what is this? And so I just started talking to God and just the things he was placing on my heart specifically about the virus. And like I said, I had no clue at this point um, that it was confirmed and Oklahoma. I was just in the shower. I wasn't near my phone. My phone was, you know, plugged in in my room. And I just got this overwhelmingly, just, just this peace in my heart and my mind, like I said, and I just started praying and God was just filling my heart with just these words of just, like I said, hope and peace and just feelings of, you know, just, it's going to be okay, really. Um, And so I'm going to share with you guys the things that God had placed on my heart, moments before I found out that the virus had been confirmed in Tulsa, which is so crazy because I had no clue, but God had just put this on my heart because he knew the moment I stepped out of the shower and I checked my phone, I would have a couple of messages from friends sending me links to these things they saw on Facebook or these links of things that was on, you know, like The like the Washington Post or whatever else website that covers it, which is literally all media platforms, it feels like at this time. Um, but yeah, so I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you guys what, um, God just placed on my heart and how, how I feel about it, um, my true feelings about it. And I'm just gonna throw this disclaimer in there I have done my research so deeply and so thoroughly. I'm the kind of person, like for this, for a great example, obviously, if I am the least bit nervous about something, I will dig so deep into it where I know every single part of it. Like when I was younger, I was terrified of tornadoes. I wanted to be a meteorologist when I grew up. And so I would research tornadoes and why they happen. And so by age like eight, I knew every aspect of tornadoes in why they happened, the regions they would hit more and why. And that, for some people, it's very triggering. And for some people, it brings them more anxiety and makes them worry more. But for me, it gives me a peace if I know what I'm dealing with. And it's kind of like facing your fear, but through like research, I guess. And maybe that's like the psychology major in me of just researching it until I know. But I know my research, I'm not going to go in and give the statistics of things and the chances of you getting in, the chances of you dying if you get it, and all those kind of scary factors. If you want to know, go ahead and research it, but if you know it's going to freak you out, please do not Google anything about it, because the media is really good at scaring people. They're not going to, like the media, a website on the internet, a Facebook post, people people that write these stories or cover these stories, they're not going to post reasons why you shouldn't be afraid or it's not that bad. That's not going to really draw people's attention. What's going to draw people's attention is coronavirus is this percent death rate or coronavirus here, who's next? Or the coronavirus will spread and get you. Like These are these headlines of these articles in the media and it's scary and it's filling people with more fear than they need to have. Um, take the SARS virus, for example, in 2003. I asked my mom the other day, like, do you remember this? And by the way, this virus that happened, in it was the early 2000s, I'm pretty sure 2000, 2003, it had a higher death rate than the coronavirus. And my mom didn't even remember it. Why? Because there wasn't such a big platform for the media to scare people. And just that as an example, that is another thing that kind of makes me not as worried or nervous about it because the media can blow it up more than it needs to be and can make things seem a lot scarier than they need to be. So, again, disclaimer research it, dig deep like I did if it's going to make you feel better, if you know what it is, you know every part of it, you give it a name, and you're you're golden. Or if you know, it's going to freak you out, give you anxiety or trigger you do not search it. It's like searching on WebMD, like your symptoms. And it's always going to tell you have cancer or right now on WebMD. Um, all it says is you probably have the coronavirus. Like if it's gonna scare you, don't do it. At first, it was scary me, but then once I started, you know, researching more, I was like, okay, it's really like. And I'm not trying to downplay it at all. Like prayers go out to everybody who has gotten it in other countries, in the U.S., wherever. I'm not downplaying it at all. I'm just saying, fact check and know who God is. Really, like He is the creator of the universe. He holds the whole world in His hands. So don't let the media bring more fear than you already have. That's all I'm saying. You know, don't don't be more freaked out than you need to be. Take precautions, have a healthy fear. I put big emphasis on healthy fear. Um, but please wash your hands. Like you should be doing that anyways. Like that's gross. Like wash your hands with soap and water, use hand sanitizer. Um, yeah, you know, you know the vibes with all the cl- the cleanliness. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm not going to go into the statistics of everything just because I know what I believe. I know that I know my facts because I fact check, I dig deep, I know all that. If you are wondering and you want to know the statistics that I have found and what I think, please feel free to DM me or call me or text me if you have concerns or you want to know what I think statistic-wise that I'm not going to talk about in this episode. Feel free to do it. I'd be more than happy to share with you the things that I found. I have screenshots. I have my journal, I have facts in it. Like it seems obsessive and it seems like I am really afraid and I'm just coping with it, but that's just how I deal with it. And that's how it makes me not worry so much, you know? But anyways, longest intro ever. I'm going to go ahead and get into the things God placed on my heart, like, you know, 30, 45 minutes ago. Um, why I know I shouldn't have fear. Why shouldn't I be afraid? So Ask yourself this, who is your creator? Who holds the entire universe in his hands? If you are human, which I'm assuming all of you listening are, you have gone through things before. You cannot live life as a Christian without going through storms or seasons. That's something that we talked about at church on Wednesday at Guts it's inevitable to not go through life without facing some storms. Maybe this coronavirus that is spreading fear throughout people's lives is a storm that you're going through. It's easy to be consumed with fear from the things that the media says through the things that your Aunt Becky says on Facebook, going through the store and seeing that all the hand sanitizer is gone. Or, or the, all the Clorox wipes are gone. Or that Target was offering a $20 gift card if you spend $50 worth of cleaning supplies. Just little things like that that doesn't seem like a big deal. Or that $20 gift card Target was getting giving out. That doesn't sound so bad. But in the back of your mind, it could be instilling some fear into you. Which, like I said in my very long intro... I was consumed with fear, but you have to remember where things come from. God is the creator of everything. He doesn't let a day go by without thinking of you. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, if you know it, go ahead and say it along out loud. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. I feel like this scripture is so important, especially in this time right now to hold on to because God does not want you to be afraid. He doesn't want you to be fearful or scared. All things work out for the glory of God. Okay. Remember that everything is to give God glory. You are supposed to praise God, even in the storm like, you know the song, Raising Hallelujah. Praise God in, in the middle of the storm where you feel like all hope is lost. Praise Him even louder. Sing even louder. Hold your hands up even higher. Even whenever you feel so scared or afraid or all hope is lost, do those things for hope to be regained. Um, God wants you to be brave. He wants to put bravery into you. I pray... Over Carson and Evie every night, that they will not go a day without being brave and they will not go a day without being strong and having a sound mind. I pray that verse over them every single night and for myself and for the, my loved ones because it's so important that every day you're gonna face, you may or may not face something scary. Maybe this virus is the scary thing, but in that time, it's time. For you to put on the full armor of God. I feel like I'm going back to like seventh grade Bible right now. Put on the full armor of God. And lastly, stand strong in your faith and stand firm in what you believe. If you believe that you are the head and not the tail, you are above and not below, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Those are, you are dancing on the promises of the Lord. And I think I've said this before in an episode. But dance on the promises of the Lord. You are created for more. You are more than your fear of this virus that God is in control of. I think that's number the number one thing that we need to remember that God has been in control of the situation from day 1. A day does not go by where he is not in control because he holds the entire universe in his hand, the entire universe in his hand. So a day does not go by where he is not in control of everything. So this is not something like this coronavirus is not so big that even God doesn't have control of. No, are you kidding me? Like he knows exactly what's going to happen. He is the same today as he was tomorrow and yesterday and however the order of that goes. But we need to be brave because God is faithful and you can find so much peace in knowing that God is faithful in the world and in our lives. And finding that peace and knowing that He is faithful, we can use that to give us strength and can build upon our faith. Because how, how is your faith going to be built if it's not tested sometimes? And that's something that kind of took me a while to be okay with I guess just because it's like well you know like like tests are hard like tests can be scary but without them without these storms how is your faith going to get stronger and how's your faith going to grow so for some people I know for me especially for me with this virus going around and with this kind of like fear that was in my life from it um my faith got stronger my faith was tested and I went through a testing period of it, and now my faith is stronger in it. And I am no longer afraid and I no longer fear I'm no longer fearful of it um, because of that. So we can be brave because he is faithful. And we can be strong because he is faithful to carry out every good work that he has placed in our lives and that he has for our lives. And another verse that um I really like is Lamentations three. 21 through 25, it says, Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. The faithful love of God never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, The Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who depend on Him, to those who search for Him. So, what that verse kind of means to me and how that verse really gives me hope is that, again... Have hope because God is faithful and his love never ends. He will never go away from you. Um, He is constantly after your heart. And we just need to put our full trust in him. And it's easier to say than to do than just put all your hope on him and just depend on him because you want to be in control. And at first when I started you know, researching a lot about it. I was really, I was really finding, you know, the peace in this research and the statistics. And that's what was comforting me. When in reality, I knew that I needed to not find my comfort in the science, but my comfort in the word and what God has to say, because God's word is more powerful. And what he has to say is more true and more powerful than anything you could read in a an, a an a science article or what the scientists have to say or you know the 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 people of the health organizations have to say. And so yes, you can find comfort in, in research. Like that's that's not a bad thing, but make sure all of your comfort and all of your hope is coming from God in in the word and what he has to say altogether. So yeah, I hope what I've been saying has made at least a little bit of sense to you. Um, Like I said, this was a very impromptu, more serious note episode. I literally just grabbed my mic and I was like, okay, I'm recording this. Like, I'll be in here doing this. Um, But yeah, so my whole idea, like if I had a whole, you know, brand for the podcast, it would be to be a light to others, and that's what it's been for me since day one. The goal for me is to be a light to others, to be an inspiration to others, and to give hope to others through my faith and through what I have to say, um, and I, I pray every time before I start an episode, like, God, help me to be a light to someone, even if it's just a little bit, just a little, a little hope, a little inspiration, giving a little light to somebody, even if it's just one person or if, it, if it's nobody that day and it's somebody else, you know, going back and listening to it a week later when, they're, when they might be going through something. That's just my prayer. And so if I had a verse, um, kind of my theme verse for my whole podcast, um, it would be Luke eleven thirty six. If you are filled with light with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant as though a floodlight is filling your life. And that's kind of my my podcast verse, I guess, or really all together my, um, my verse of 2020. And um, it, it means a lot to me. So through this episode, I know it was kind of heavy and it was kind of deep and I really don't want to make this whole coronavirus ordeal bigger than it needs to be. Um, and that wasn't my my thing to just kind of like feed off of this and be like, well, if I post a podcast with the coronavirus, dah, dah, dah. I was so quick to record this episode right whenever I found out because I knew I needed to get this out there. And I knew I needed to get what God had placed on my heart out there to anybody who might be fearful or to anybody who's not fearful, but just needs a little bit more encouragement. That's really why I was so quick to do this and I'm posting it. Tonight, which is a Friday night, and usually I don't post till Saturday morning, Saturday evening-ish. So, like I said, when you're listening to this, it's probably pretty fresh on your mind what's happening. So, through all the chaos and through all the fear that's just being thrown out by the media and by social platforms, if this episode, this podcast episode done by me who, you know, doesn't have that many listeners or that many followers, or even if I do or whatever, if this one episode could give you just a little bit of hope, um, just a little bit of light, a little bit of faithfulness in God, that can just just spark your faith a little bit um, to rely on God through this and not be afraid, then my goal has been reached, then I have done it. Um, I'm not posting this podcast out tonight, for the listens or whatever the attention that's going to get. I'm doing this because I know that this episode is going to, is going to reach somebody and make them feel a little bit more okay and a little bit more comfortable and, and just give them, um, a little bit more hope. Like I said, I've done what I'm supposed to do. My goal is reached. This was not supposed to, like I said, was not supposed to make you scared. It was supposed to, you know, bring you encouragement. Um, not all my episodes, as you know, were not like this. I literally, my last episode was with Jansen, and he quizzed me over MBA terms. Like, this is not really my genre of, of podcasting, um, covering the newest, the newest thing happening in the world. But, like I said, I feel like I need to just record this um even if, you know, I'm sure in a few months we're going to be kind of like I don't know, maybe 3 a few months is too soon, but in the future I'm sure we're all going to be like, "Oh yeah, remember when like the coronavirus was a thing and it was in Tulsa, Oklahoma?" Um yeah, so I'm faith I know God is faithful and I'm just praying that um you know, my prayers by the summertime. I feel like I Again, in some of the research I was looking at, I was really meaning to end this episode right now, but then this just popped in my head. Um, A lot of respiratory diseases are seasonal, and like the flu, like there's flu season, kind of like in the wintertime, it ends when the weather gets warmer. Um, People are hoping, scientists, researchers are hoping that's going to be the case with this. Again, they really don't know because this is a very new thing. But my prayer and... My prayer to God is that, you know, with the warmer weather, with the sunshine, with the light, um, the coronavirus can cease to exist. That's my (laughs) prayer. God, with the warm weather, let the coronavirus go away. Um, but yeah, so let this be encouraged, encouragement to you. Don't be afraid. Wash your hands in the midst of the chaos and the mess. Find peace in God. Um, he's waiting for you with open arms. He's wanting to bring you peace. He's wanting to make you brave. He's wanting to bring you comfort. That's what he wants for you. So open up your heart, give it to him and he will give it to you. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found a little bit of comfort in it. Again, sorry if it was kind of scattered all over the place. Um, I really didn't, this was off, you know, off the whim. I, I didn't rehearse or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so talk to you guys next week. I'm sure something else in the world will be happening. Um, yeah, so have a, have a great week. Don't be afraid. Smile, I guess. I don't really know what else to say. I know I'm really trying to be encouraging and it's too much. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week. Guys. (laughs) Okay. So Jason and I, are just gonna give a little little casual life update um so we are not going on our spring break trip Nope. because this coronavirus is really cramping our style and it's not that I'm scared that I'm gonna die or even if I'm gonna get it but at this point it's really just an inconvenience Mm mhm so, yeah, we're not going to New York and Boston anymore, which is really sad. And then, so Jason, tell us what happened this week in South the old South Dakota.
1: So, uh, we're up there for national tournament, you know, trying to win the deal. Won our first game, beat the defending champs. It's going good. And then the next day, we already had a practice and everything. And then the Rudy Gobert gets coronavirus and then like three seconds later our tournament gets shut down and then like we're just we find out and then we're like on the bus 15 minutes later leaving
0: yeah and so i was going to go up there because they won you guys won your game thursday no wednesday, wednesday and then you had to win friday and saturday to play sunday if you want sunday you played monday and so, I was going to drive up there with your parents on Sunday to watch you play Monday. And I was like, yeah, Jansen, there's no shot your tournament's getting canceled. I, I it was, was like, literally like
1: 15 minutes after you said that it got canceled. I
0: know, but I didn't think it was because, like, your mom said that your first game, there was, like, barely 100 people in there.
1: There, were, there was more for the team we're playing next it was only like an hour away but like the first game yeah because neither of us were around South Dakota because he lives in South Dakota
0: right and Uh. so and then um Mm. I had asked Amanda because she went up there you know and I asked her like if they would get to go into the game because somebody had told your mom that they weren't letting like fans in and then she was like oh well like uh, Jansen will like put you on like a little listing for like family members to the and um, your mom was like cause I told your mom I was like well is it just immediate family and your mom was like well um, we better get J- you,
1: you and Jansen better get
0: married <laughs> tomorrow if you want to go watch him play or something and so but then after I said that like 15 minutes later no game Yep. so how do you feel about that
1: I mean, it sucks.
0: And so, do you think that... Because, you know, people have said that, like, seniors should get their season back or whatever. Do you think it's going to happen? Can you kind of explain that?
1: I mean, some people are trying to get seniors. who's like, season in the early, like, another year of eligibility. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happens for, like, the spring sports because they didn't get to play at all. But I don't know, I doubt it happened.